G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. So in this episode, if it sounds like I'm a bit out of breath, that is because I am. Now don't worry, it's not the energy drinks, the pre-workout, the caramel, it's alright. The ticker is fine. What I just completed was a run, my second run in a row, two days in a row. And I'll tell you what, today's run, which would have been barely two kilometers, I reckon, maybe three at most, I'll tell you, it felt almost as good when I finished as when I've done all the marathons back in the day. It was unbelievable. For a split second there, when I was charging back home, stretching the legs out, it felt like the old me, and it was a great feeling. It was like, yes, yes, it's still there. He's still there. We've just got to do the work, and then we'll be back flying again. How good's that? The, run, the runner's high, which is what I'm experiencing right now, is amazing, and it it's really, it's so amazing because, you know, you sit here and you've achieved something. So it's all the dopamine that's flowing because you've achieved something, the pat on the back sort of thing going on. It's really, really good. And it's really good for me because, you know, I spent a lot of money the other day buying brand new running shoes and it's good that I'm starting to use them properly. It's good. Now, I know I've done a lot of episodes about me running and stuff, so I don't want to say too much more because I don't want to jinx this, but this time does feel a little bit different. And on that note, things do feel a little bit different. The last couple of episodes have been pretty negative, as, as unfortunately many of them are on this podcast because it's so real, you know, there's, there's no hiding from the truth here. But I think it's important to have a bit of perspective and say that things overall, I think the trajectory, we're shooting up. So yes, we're having some bad days still, but the really acute phases are not as frequent as they used to be. And they don't last as long. Now, the intensity... So two days ago, I was in the shower bawling my eyes out. Um, I, don't, I don't know what was going on, but it was just... It was horrendous. And that was really acute. You know, you're, on, you're in the shower bawling. Like, that's that's pretty bad. It's, it's especially for a tough bloke like me. But it's true. I was bawling my eyes out, and I'm happy to admit it. Um, and it was really, really difficult. But the good thing is, it only really lasted like an hour or two... And then I was sort of able to drag myself out of it. You know, the rest of the day was pretty flat, don't get me wrong. But, you know, go back three, four, five months ago, in the same situation, in that acute phase, it would last at least all day and it would end up me going to the hospital or, you know, having to take the drastic action and use benzodiazepines or, you know, like like really, you know, bad stuff. Well, not bad, but, you know, like applicable to the situation, but, you know, high risk, stuff we want to avoid. Whereas now, you know, I'm able to have a ball in the shower and sort of wash away the tears and and then we sort of keep going and get on with our day and it's really good. Like, don't get me wrong, the anxiety is still there, massive problem, you know, and we're, we're having some real lows. As I said, the intensity is the same. The intensity, we still go to those really dark places, unfortunately. I sort of thought, you know, I had a pretty good run there where I hadn't visited my version of hell for a while and I thought, okay, maybe we've finally left it behind for good. But two days ago, told me, no, no. No, hell is still, or our version of hell, the darkness, you know, you know, the shadow, the abyss, it's all there, it's still there, but the good news is we're able to dodge it a lot more frequently, which is good. And when we do slip in, we can drag ourselves back out again, and that's really good. And that's pretty much the definition of resilience right there. So, yes, so yes, there's been some tough times, don't get me wrong, you know, the anxiety is still there, and, and that's the one that frustrates me the most, I think, because I just do not really have an answer for that underlying generalized anxiety that's just always hanging around. But anyway, we're working on it. I'll, I'll let you know when I figure it out. But the acute stages are less frequent 
and the duration is a lot less, which is good. And the end result isn't me going to hospital having to resort to other drastic measures or worse, you know, you know, doing some drastic things to myself that put, puts myself in danger. We're not going to those places anymore, which is great. So that is great news. And the running thing, you know, we're back exercising again. This, oh, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx it. That's probably a bit of the OCD sort of thing going in there. I don't want to say too much, but... You know, it felt good and it felt comfortable. You know, it was like, yeah, this is what we do. You know, I've been running for years. That was my first sport, little athletes, you know, when I was like five or whatever. I ran, you know, short distance on the track, marathons, everything, you name it. And it's really a, a big part. It has been a, a big part of my identity. So, you know, if I see people from school, for example, you know, they know me for a few reasons. One, maybe the big Newcastle Knights fan, maybe the mental health stuff, but often as well is the running athletic stuff. Huge part of my identity growing up. And I'll tell you what, you know, there's no two ways about it. I think running in many instances just about saved my life. Like in my, in my teen years, especially when things were re- things were really tough, you know, 16 onwards, things were really tough. And, you know, I was, I was, I was fighting a lot of demons internally and it was, you know, a lot of them are still here today. But what I was doing back then, I was training every day. I was running every day. And I really do think the running sort of put this protective layer over me. So when the demons tried to sort of sneak in, you know, the running would push it away. It was a really good sort of, you know, insulator, I suppose, against those sort of dark, evil thoughts. And more recently, if we look at when things have gone south big time for me, we ain't running, we ain't going to the gym, we're not exercising, and I think that has a big part to play in my prognosis going forward. Because like I said, these dark spots, these dark moments, these demons, whatever you want to call them, excuse me, however you want to conceptualize them, you know, they're still there, they're still with me, and to be honest with you, they're probably going to be with me for the rest of my life. That's just the way it is. So we need to come up with some plans just to keep them at bay, you know, keep them in their little corner, compartmentalized, just sort of, you know, tell them to chill. And I think one of those really key ways, and, and, and it's proven, this has been proven to me time and time again over the years, is running and exercise. We know exercising is so important. Hashtag exercise your mood. It's huge. And, you know, I think even today, I just did like two and a half kilometers, you know, it was nothing special if you're comparing it to me at my peak, which is something I'm trying not to do. I'm trying to compare myself to yesterday, not to three, four, five years ago when I was at my best, because, you know, that's a comparison that I'm not going to win. So, you know, we got to be, we got to keep a grip on things and be realistic. So I'm comparing myself to how I was yesterday. And I'll tell you what, we're starting to see improvements and it's really, really exciting. So that's good. Um, another thing that I think is, is worth mentioning is I haven't had a drink of alcohol for over a month now. And I have no no feelings of, of cravings for it. I don't want it at all. I'm happy. I think I'm pretty happy now. What am I, 32? To try and retire, dare I say, the rock and roll star. And part of that is giving the drink away. I'm going to do an episode soon just how bad alcohol has been to me over the years. Like every breakup, alcohol's there, you know. Like there's been issues with the law, you know, there's so much stuff and alcohol is just there and it's it's fueled such negativity in my life. It is about bloody time that I quit and I reckon, I don't know, I think this is it. I think this is it because not only, you know, it's, well, I think the reason why I think this could be is because it's pretty easy. You know, there's been a few instances now where, you know, in the past maybe I would have had a drink or two or 30 but I don't even want, I don't even engage in that sort of feeling at all. It's like, no, nah, don't want to do that. You know, I'm, I'm pretty... I guess I'm proud of the fact that, you know, I'm giving it away because it says to me 
that we're serious this time, you know? And, and those sub-personalities, those sub-components, the unconscious sort of mechanisms that are at play, maybe they haven't always been on board and that's why we've never been able to quit it for good. But I'll tell you, this time, it just feels different. It's, you know, they, there is no urge to go back to that at all. I had a wonderful drinking career. I could drink anybody under the table. I've had some huge nights and done some really dumb things you know, I'm pretty happy, I think, to close that book and say, no more, you know, let's 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 pivot towards a different way of living. And I think running is a big part of that. I think no alcohol is a big part of that. And there is so much more as well. So I just wanted to do this little episode because I am due for a little check-in. Um, and I did want to, you know, stress that point that although, yeah, there's been, you know, every, every day is a, a struggle. Like, you know, on good days, we, we still dip momentarily to these really bad places you know maybe we just dip the toe in you know we're not completely submerged in this hole of negativity but at the same time every day we are battling to keep these sorts of of feelings you know at bay compartmentalize them keep them in the corner every day is a struggle but i think i think overall if you will the zoom out and look at my mood chart and what i'm achieving every day i think we are starting to head in the right direction which is so so exciting and again, the reason why I'm really confident enough to actually say this on the podcast today is because, I don't know, it just feels different this time. It feels like all my, like I said, sort of sub-personalities or, you know, the the entities within, if you want to conceptualize it that way, you know, all those unconscious, subconscious sort of forces that, you know, ordinarily would be trying to get me to drink or, or do other substances or, you know, ex- other stupid stuff. It feels like we're all in tune this time. We're all, you know, we're all headed the right way. So that's great. Um, another thing that's it's really good is that I am booked in for a therapy session, which is great. So I am going to be back at the psychologist next week. I think it is. I really need to put this stuff in a Google, uh, sorry, a Google calendar because I cannot remember dates or anything at the moment. That's the ADHD. So, you know, you've got to, this is the thing with ADHD, I reckon the most, is you, you can hack the system, you know, alarms, diaries, you know, calendars, all that sort of stuff. But you've got to be committed to it. And I need to really get that Google calendar going because, you know, I keep forgetting all these details. But, you know, if we're smart about it, we can avoid all that. So that's the goal. Anyway, so therapy, we're back. Also today I was talking, I was, I was referred when I was in hospital at uh, James Fletcher, Ijmu, I was referred to a, it's called the Commonwealth, I'll probably get this wrong, the Commonwealth Psychosocial Support Thing Fund or something. So anyway, the Commonwealth meaning Commonwealth of Australia, so the Australian Psychosocial Fund or something. So I was referred to a mob here in Newcastle, had a great chat with them today, um, and it looks like hopefully we're going to get some more therapy going there as well and maybe, you know, look at other ways to sort of fund, you know, my mental health improvements into the future because that's the thing you know like in the past I've sort of battled with and go no I don't want to do therapy I don't want to do this don't do that I am so desperate to get stuck in a therapy it's not funny I just need accessibility you know I said to him today I said look I'm now working full-time again at Bunnings I don't know if I said that by the way I'm working full-time another big tick I might add and I said to him look the idea is probably to work at Bunnings till the end of the year and then hopefully I'll be in a position to you know go for a job in this mental health field. But I said, I said, look, honestly, all the money that I make at the moment, if it just gets funneled into therapy and, you know, and other other ways to, you know, improve my mental health and my overall prognosis, let's do it. You know, money is, it's, it's a huge problem, but at the same time, I'm happy to sacrifice everything to get this therapy going. So hopefully soon, hopefully 
there might be some improvements on that front as well, which is really exciting. Um, I'm going to do an episode soon too because when I was talking to this um, this this lady at um, at the Hunter Primary Care, who was amazing by the way, um, when I was talking, you know, I was talking a lot about a bit about my history and all the different diagnoses that I've got and all the medications I've been on and all the therapy that I've done, and I've sort of come to this conclusion that I am one tough sob. I am one tough bastard, one tough cookie, whatever you want to call it, fair income. For so long, I've always run myself down that inner critic thinking, you know, I'm weak, I'm not up to it. i tell you what, I, I don't know. I reckon I'm one of the toughest people going. <laughs> I know that's a big jump and I'm being a little bit facetious there, but man, you know, it's been a while since I've sort of just gone through everything and sort of mentioned what's going on, what I've been through. You know, I've been in hospital for months at a time this year and, and every, everything that's been going on, some of the dark, dark places that I've been. And I was thinking, you know what, we are still here putting our best foot forward. You know, we fight and battle on. There's been no quit. And I'm really starting to change sort of my mentality and think, you know what, no, we are tough, we are resilient, we are all those buzzwords, you know, like, come on, give us a bit of credit here, mate. We have been shouldering this burden for so long and yet, you know, we're still running. Two and a half Ks, it killed me. But we did it, you know, and that's and that's something to be proud of. And I'm really trying to, you know, twist twist my mindset instead of putting myself down all the time. Trying to think, hey, let's look at the big picture. We're going through a lot, you know. There there is a huge war going on in our minds, in our psyche, and that war has been going on since who knows when. Every day is a battle. Every day, every achievement then means so much more than what I'm giving it credit for. So again, the run today, brilliant. Can you tell by the way I'm talking, the run is high. It is better than any other high you can get. It is amazing. How good is that? All right. I think that will leave it for now. Thank you all for listening as always. But as I said, things, I think if we zoom out, you know, I said on the episode, one of the episodes the other day that it's not so much that we're doing you know, really positive, good things. It's also a big part of this is that we're not doing the dumb things anymore. You know, the real negative stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm still trying to quit the vape, you know, that sort of stuff. You know, we're not drinking to oblivion anymore. You know, we're trying to look after ourselves. And, you know, six months ago, that just was not happening. And here we are, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. I'm happy to share this good news with you. So anyway, that'll do for now because I don't want to jinx everything. Thank you for listening. As always, if you want to support the show and support me, you can do so by going to www.patreon.com forward slash Elliot Waters. The link is in the, uh, the the blurb for this episode. And you can follow me on Instagram and see all me running and how that's all going at elliot.t.waters. And you can follow the show for the greatest memes of mental health going around. I share all the good stuff. You can follow that on uh, Instagram as well at the dysregulated dot podcast. That's at the dysregulated dot podcast. All right, I need to have a lay down. Thank you for listening, everybody, and I will see you next time here on the dysregulated podcast.